go and we are back hello and welcome to the second episode or episode one uh of what we're uh temporarily at the very least calling uh 10,000 losses in honor of the Philadelphia Phillies being the losingest franchise in the history of professional sports, at least in North America. Uh, once again, if anyone knows if there's some rugby team or something from like the 1500s we don't know about, uh, hit us up. But uh, yeah, welcome back. Um, I'm Liam Anderson. My pronouns are he, him, and my co-host. I'm Tom Payne. Uh, my programs are also he, him. All right. Uh, so we we talked about this a little bit last time, but uh, what we want to do with this is sort of get away from the typical WIP uh, sports radio call-in where uh, it's either A, borderline racist, or B, just fucking unintelligible. Uh, yep. We're not trying to do the hot take machine, at least all the time. There will be some takes in here that probably will get us killed, but that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. We're big boys. We can handle it. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, again, uh, sports radio is a festering garbage fire, and we want to avoid that, and we're not trying to do the, you know, Twitter thing where you just say the absolutely most fucking idiotic thing that comes into your head at any given time. Right. And then tweeted about Jalen hurts. Right. Um, and yeah, that, and then the sports radio mindset is, is, is the, the art of the, the hot take there. Yeah. That's, that's why like, man, advertisements for, uh, for skipping Shannon undisputed will come on when I'm watching college football. And I'm just like, if I could reach to the TV and strangle you, Mike TV from Willy Wonka style, like <laughs> I would absolutely fucking do that in a heartbeat. And I would happily go to prison. Yeah. Uh, and, and and something I, I, I think that we might want to investigate at some point is, is this sports radio thing like a Northeastern thing? Or is it a or is it the, the specific kind of sports radio mindset that we have in Philadelphia? It, I, I, I can see it being I can see it existing in New York and Boston. I wonder it does how, exist in Boston. I can yeah, confirm it's definitely I mean, Philadelphia and Boston, you know, we're kind of united with our with our hatred of New York City. Um, and also, you know, history of racism and, uh, <laughs> you know, um, that kind of stuff. Um, so, so I'd be interested in, in if anyone's from the West Coast, um, what kind of sports radio is out there? Is it, is it, is it like Philly sports radio? I, I, you know, if anyone's yeah, someone moved, from Phoenix, let us know yes. what your sports radio is like. Yes. Yeah. I, I can't imagine, uh, with the Suns. uh, <laughs> oh God. Is your Albuquerque Isotopes update? You know the, the Coyotes. <laughs> they still suck. Coming up next, yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah, they also suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're five uh, and zero this year, man. They're five and zero. Kyler Murray looks good, and they just traded for our boy Zach Ertz. So yeah, you know, who uh, you knows? know what? Uh, they say you know sometimes you get older. Back in the day, you would go out west to get to the to the cleaner air. Uh, you know, and kind of fade off into the sunset. So I guess that's what's going to happen with Zach. Um, just fade off in the sunset, maybe start a ranch, um, you know. Live with Lane Johnson for the rest of your days. Yeah, you know, it's 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 sad to see him go. Um, yeah. Well, I guess it's a good segue to start about the uh, the talk about the Eagles. Yeah, this is going to um, be an Eagles heavy episode. So, fair, yeah. fair warning. Yeah, we had two game. We have two games since the last game, um, and uh, since the last podcast. I'm sorry, and the first game that we uh played was the panthers and which was 
a fucking pathetic win. <laughs> I, uh, I remain convinced that uh, Matt Rule from his time at Temple was actually a double agent and wanted us to win as, a, as an apology to the city of Philadelphia for bolting in the middle of the night for Baylor. You know, um, it, it, maybe that was his one that he wanted to give us, and, and I appreciate that. But we, uh, we, we deserve to lose that game. Yeah, um, that was that was hideous football. The the the, the first half uh, was 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 pathetic, um, and there there are a lot of offensive problems that are coming up. Um, you know that that we can talk about. Um, we'll probably try to explain it a bit for anyone who's not a huge uh, football strategy head. Um, but yeah, basically we we were losing the the, the entire first half, um, and we came back. We started to find a stride, and uh, things turned our way. Uh, the block, the pump block, was a beautiful. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was beautiful, beautiful. And coming back, we almost had uh, one of our own punts blocked earlier in the game. So uh, that was sort of serendipitous. Um, but special teams looks like a mess. I will say that. Yeah, uh, I um, mean, they're, they're not not a mess like they're always bad. Just a mess in that they're not consistent. Because you get a punt block up, and then you know our return team just. Why are you fielding the ball out of the end zone? Like, right. just take the touchback, dude. Right. It 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 seems. Uh, my my greatest sin is that I'm very uh, patient when it comes to this stuff. So part of me wants to go. You know what? They're they're a, they're a team. They're forming. They're young guys. It's new. But on the other hand, it is also professional football. Right. Um, so. It, it 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 was frustrating, and you know it's we 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 lucked. I mean, it was it really was a, a luck induced win because the Panthers just weren't on. Um, they were not playing to their ability. No, they looked they looked sloppy. I mean, they yeah. looked sloppy. It's not way, but right. Um, the benefits of still having uh you know a decent offensive uh, defensive line, you know, not amazing, but but uh. You know, but again, Panthers' offensive line isn't much to, to shake a stick at either. So, um, yeah, the uh, it, when when the offense though, when it's when it does fire, and we we've been seeing you know flashes of this all year. When it is working, it that, works that, really well. Yeah, those passes to Quez Watkins mm-hmm. looked so good. Jalen, Jalen, when he's when he's dialed in, is amazing. Yeah, and like I get. It. I mean, you're a second year quarterback, you know, with not a great O line in front of you. You're gonna make mistakes. One of the things that that worries me is that it feels like when he doesn't get his first or second read, he just tucks it and runs. And like, nah, dude, you have to go through all of your progressions, not just some of your progressions. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so anyone, anyone not really knowing what that is, you know, when you're the quarterback, every play there's like your first look. Look, I'm going to look at this wide receiver first or this receiver first. And if he's not open, I'm going to look to the next one and then the third one, right? And there's usually, you know, two or three. It could be more. Depends. And what it looks like with Hertz is that he sees the first guy's uh, not open. And so he's like, all right, I got to do it myself. And that, that, that becomes predictable. And it starts being, meaning that he rolls out to his right, right side and then he gets. Smothered, push. yeah, he gets smothered and he throws the ball, you know, out of bounds, um, and that's a concern. Um, 
and I think we'll we'll get to to the the Eagles' offense concern in a moment. Like overall, um, like uh, he he's I, I gotta say with, with Jalen though that he is a stud. You yeah. know, I, I might have a little man crush on him. You know, and 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 that's okay. No, right? he was he balled out at yeah, Alabama, yeah. and then he got un, I thought unfairly thrown under the bus by Saban. He was right. good at Oklahoma. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. and because Tua looks like shit too. So like, yeah. I, I, you know, the accuracy issues were, were, were something that was a concern even when he was in college. Yeah. Um, and in the Panthers game, it was an issue, but it wasn't as evident as it was in the, the, Bucks Buc- game. the Buccaneers game. Yeah. Um, and we can, we can, uh, we can, we can move to the Bucks game if you, if you want. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the, let's talk about Fletcher Cox just not yeah. being around. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, is that a sign that, 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 that he's getting, I think he's just old, man. He's got, there's a lot of miles on that body. Yeah. And, and yeah. And, and the, the, you know, the line is where those miles rack up the quickest. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think he's, he's starting to, um, I think he's starting to, yeah, to get old and, and it's understandable. Um, I mean, he's still a threat. He can be, um, but but you're it's, not you're not the sort of seeing ghost thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like that he, that he's not like a factor. I mean, he's a factor in game planning, but he, he looks like they're not really like you know double teaming him like they used to. Right. Um. Someone who looks at tape more might 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 tell me I'm wrong, but that's just what it seems like I've noticed in my uh in, in passing. Um. But uh. But Hargrave, on the other hand. Uh, yeah, he's got what six sacks, I think. Yeah, so, and, so would have to correct me on that. And uh, he looks—he looks fucking great. Yeah, and, and and I don't know football like advanced statistics as well as I do like the baseball ones. Right. Uh, I was seeing them saying it was like uh, I I don't know what it's like defensive value or something like that. Yeah, defensive value over over average or like over yeah. replacement. And and he was having he was like top five or something in the league. Um. Uh, so far this year, that that might have been a, a, a last week. I don't know what it is now, but he's having he's having in, in you know low key, not not being. He's not the star of the defense, yeah, right? He, he's not being flashy, but he's having a career year, which is which is awesome. I, and and he was a he was a free agent pickup, um, uh, I believe, right? Because he didn't he used to play for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, you know we'll, we'll get into the Howie discourse in a moment. You know that's that's a good that was a good signing. Um, yeah. For and, every and, for every ten mistakes he makes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and and yeah, that's 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 a that's a discourse that we need to go through. You know, just like on leftist Twitter, we re, we need our discourses. And um, so At least this is one where we're in harmony. Yeah. Let's yeah. Uh, move on to the Bucks. Yeah. We'll talk about how Tom Brady is fucking immortal. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been saying for years, you know, you, 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 you know, worry about like people taking adrenochrome or drinking children's blood. I, someone's got to look at Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, uh, that man is not that man, dude. It, I mean, it, it's sort of how I feel about LeBron. I'm like, obviously like as a, as a, uh, by trade, a Patriots fan, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I know, I know. Listen, my dad is from Boston and that's okay. I, uh, so I, I grew up obviously like watching um, 
Bledsoe, and then Brady when mm-hmm. I was when I was about ten. And the thing, the thing that like the man just doesn't look any fucking di- like he looks better. Yeah, he looks like, the same age. He looks. Yeah. He he always looks locked in. He never looks like he's um getting caught up, you know off guard. Like he he's. He's someone that when he dies, they need to dissect his brain. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, the way, like, and I, I feel about Brady sort of the way I feel about LeBron James. Like, even though he's mm-hmm. not my guy, like, watching him play is like, you're watching, you're watching the greatest of all time, like, right. take the field. Like, you know, even if Brady himself doesn't think those days are numbered, they are. Right. Uh, and like, watching him, like, still be able to pick apart. Like a a not bad defense, right? Uh, is 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 something special. I'm like, yeah, it sucks, but like watching that is special. Uh, that said, fire Tom Brady into the fucking sun. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's interesting, you know. Um, and I know I know that you you know with your with your family's background from from up in New England, being being from Philly, being a Philly native. The the Tom Brady hate, it's it's really like a hate, like how we hate the Yankees. It's not a rivalry. It's um, it's because he showed us up, right? Um, we it's had not a rivalry. They always kick our ass, right? Um, it's 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 a uh, Philadelphians like the underdog, uh, regardless of if it's our team or not. I mean, if it's our team, we 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 love them no matter what, but. We root for underdogs, and Tom Brady's never been the underdog. Nope. Um, and, Except when he was replacing Bledsoe twenty-one right. years ago. Right, and then you know we had um, uh, I forget what Super No. <laughs> Here we go. Talk about being a Philadelphia sports fan. Super Bowl uh, was it thirty-nine? Uh, <laughs> uh, when we when we when we lost with the, the infamous Donovan McNabb throw up uh, Super Bowl uh, in Jacksonville, and we yep. lost we lost to the Patriots. Uh, and that it was a very very close game. Um, I think that's that's part of the Tom Brady hate. Um, but you know, as a, as a player, like you, like like as a fan of the sport, um, you can't you can't say he's he's he sucks right like, ever. Like, and that's you know that's a very Philly thing. So he goes, "Fucking bomb, fucking sucks," and he's like, "Nah, actually, he he's really seven good." Seven Super Bowls. Yeah, he's actually really good, and he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. And but. We, you know, I was not expecting the Eagles to win that game. Um, I don't think anybody was. No. Um, uh, shout out to Seamus Clancy, uh, who's a football writer in Philly. Uh, I subscribed to his newsletter, who was like, I'm high on the birds, 34-30. And I was like, no, it's not going to go that way. Nah. Like, what's respect, Seamus? But no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and, and I, I still want him to win. I expect him to win. But we put up a good fight. I, the, the game, it, it wasn't, it wasn't. I think in the notes that I put before, I said uh, the inevitable pain and disappointment of this loss. Uh, was that a, it was not a painful loss. Um, it was, there were painful aspects the, to the loss. The defending Super Bowl champions, you're not, they have the greatest of all time. And a wide receiving core that is probably the best in the league. Yeah. Uh, and the Eagles at least managed to not get run up on. Right. You know, it didn't end 50 to 20. It was, right. it was a, it, the problem. The, the problem, as you have in the notes here, is that this offense 
has no fucking idea what it's doing. Yeah. It's 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 the biggest issue with this team because I mean even even our our banged up not that great offensive line. I mean, we managed to keep um pressure off Hurts. Yeah. Way more than I thought that we were going to. Oh no, Sam. I mean, the Tampa defense blows, but Yeah. but like the Eagles have started something like 11 different combinations already. Yeah. And we're in what week 5, week 6. Right. Like um this yeah. O-line cannot stay healthy. And that's that's a huge cause of concern on a good year when you when you have a quarterback who's not a second year and you have a competent coach who's not shitting in his own mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hurts. Yeah, they won't we have Miles Sanders in the backfield. Run the fucking ball. Yeah. He's and, a really he's a really good running back as it yeah. turns out. And you notice when he's when they started running the ball, they started being Closing able, that gap. Yeah. They started being able to, to close the gap. And I, I said I probably said this last week. I say this all the time when I talk sports with with you know people I know. Just as in baseball, you need to establish your fastball, right? Right. You need to establish before you can throw a breaking ball. You need to establish the run before you can do things like screens and RPOs and play fakes. It, it's and you have a credible threat in the backfield. And I know that NFL offenses are moving to you know like the right College now it's style like, super just. Air raid everywhere. Air, air raid spread one back, you know, like one one uh, personnel, and which means one tight end and one uh, running back for those. See, I don't want to get too into that, you know. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we need to run the ball because Hertz is pass accuracy. His it is it is a legitimate concern. Um, he's missed some some wide ass open throws. wide throws and it's for 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 a, a player who's who's very composed um for someone who can run and you can tell he's not afraid of getting hit um that that pass accuracy is something that genuinely needs to improve regardless of who's who's head coach next year what we could decide to be an eye running power eye formation worth a fullback, you know, bring back Jordan Howard, <laughs> use him as a fullback. Uh, uh, he's still going to be able to have to, to get some of these passes. And I can forgive a deep ball being over. We're just, we're just airing it out. Yeah, yeah. Because that's hard to gauge exactly where you're putting it. Not everyone is going to be Patrick Mahomes and just have the benefit of having Tyreek Hill down there somewhere. Right. And, like, it's, you know, conversely, I mean, the Bills beat the inaccuracy issues out of Josh Allen. Yeah. And he, because coming out of college at Wyoming, he was super inaccurate. I think he had like a 55% pass completion yeah. rating. And, uh, and they've managed to get that under control. So it's not, you know, Sisyphus pushing the rock up the hill, but right. I don't know how much I trust Nick fucking Sirianni of all people to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. The question about Josh Allen, did the Bills also beat the racism out of him? No, probably no, not. No. Okay. All right. I mean, you know, one out of two. Um yeah, it's, the NFL. Know, it's it's Doug McDermott uh is I don't think is a a, a leading light on race issues, if I had yeah. to guess, given how he treated Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, no, no surprise there. But uh yeah, and and a lot of these, you know, 
past these pass accuracy issues, you know, especially when you have someone like Devonta Smith, who's like a really good route runner and, you and know, Quez Watkins now. Yeah. We yeah. have, we actually have two receivers. Yeah. And, it's crazy. And if you want to throw these like, you know, outs and, and you got to be on the dime there, especially you got, um, someone's getting double covered. Like it's, it's, and that's what I think the big issue is. We don't know what kind of offense is it. Is it, is it air raid? Is it, are we trying to do the little West coast thing with all the little, you know, dinks and dunks? Like, what is it? Cause I don't know. Um, and I, I, the Buc- Buccaneers game too. I, you know, I was pleasantly surprised with how much pressure we were getting with just the front four defensive linemen. Yes. They look, uh, they look genuinely solid. And, and, and we're not blitzing that much, which um, is, is conflicting for me as someone you know, growing up with the the blitz off defense, you know, like with with Brian Dawkins and and that whole crew, uh, where we blitz like crazy. Um, I, uh, but it it's seems hard, like the yeah, go ahead. It's hard now though because receivers, uh, like it feels like every receiver is running like a four two forty. Yeah, like I and and I mean they're not even without the blitz. Like I noticed that as well that they were getting. Can, and not even just pressure, get like consistent pressure. And like the way you beat Tom Brady is to just constantly get in his face. Yeah. Like it's the only thing that's ever worked is constantly getting in the dude's face. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's what worked at the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Um, and we did, we were getting in his face. Uh, the, the, the tip pass um, that, that was almost an interception. Um, that, that was a good one. Um, and, and, so I mean we've got we've gotten that the defensive defensive backs have looked well uh, like they're playing well yeah uh, to me uh, um, Epps play well because um, uh, he got the pick at the end right yep yeah um, this is a defense that's not you know it's not heralded I think yeah. but they're they're doing the work they need to put in obviously like Fletcher Cox is a concern uh, just staying yeah. healthy is a concern but. You know, they, the O-line's been just ripped apart. I mean, yeah. everyone on the O-line is hurt. You're starting yeah. next week. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. And I was, you know, it's, it's, we'll see how it goes. And Roz is at right. Yeah. Right Roz is at right tackle. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. Um, the, the, the defense, too, you know, like you say, it, it's not heralded. Uh, very weak in the middle with with the, with the linebacker situation. Yeah, and, and that's and that's a concern because that's where, like, if a team knows that they can rip the birds for twenty twenty five yards yeah. just up the gut, and that's yeah. that's a big concern. Yeah, and 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 you saw that with yeah. with the Bucks, they were they were able to get some run, the runs up the middle were were were, were doing well. Um, fortunately, the, the the defense was able to hold you know, the stereotype. Ben, don't break uh, that old uh, chestnut. Um. Yeah. Any Any other thoughts on the Buccaneers game? Like I said, I I, I overall I'm, I was pretty. Uh, I for not expe- I you know and I like I'll be real with you. I was expecting a blowout. Yeah. And I and I was pleasantly surprised that I didn't get one. And the defense does for a defense that's sort of thrown together like it feels a lot of this team is this year. Yeah. It's it's it could be a lot worse. Yeah. Um, do we want to move on to the Zach Ertz trade? I mean, we're not going to spend too much time on that, but no, um, as you were saying before recording, you know, um, 
our big shiny blonde boy. Yeah, out, he's he's going out west, riding into the sunset, uh, forever an eagle. Um, uh, you know, he well reception t- shy of the franchise yeah. record. Uh, I yeah, in in, in the the very, I'm very. Um, this will come out as as this podcast goes on, but I'm very sentimental. I think it's the thing of being a baseball fan growing up to that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, we couldn't have gotten him one more game. Just throw yeah. it to him. Uh, just feed him. Just feed him. Uh, just just do that. Um, but you know, a sixth and a fifth, I believe. No, uh, a fifth a and fifth. Uh, and a corner I've never heard of. Yeah, apparently the corner we were scouting though. We, so we apparently wanted this guy. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna. We'll have to look up his name. Um, I'm on it right now. Oh, there we go. He's got the faster internet. Yeah, um, buddy. So. Yeah, Tay Gowan. Tay Gowan. Yeah, someone I never heard of. Apparently, though, the Eagles were did want to t- pick him last year in the draft. Um, which now I'm like, wait, you can trade a player the year they got drafted, uh, and that's baseball brain because you can't. Right. Uh, no, you sure uh, can. Yeah. Um. He went to the University of Central Florida. Yeah. So, um, you know, God, he's he going was born to- in 1998, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I see that every time I get students who are born in like 2003 and stuff. It's uh, No, thanks. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going off to a great Cardinals team, which I, is a term I never expected to say in my lifetime. No, no. Well, they didn't they make the, they made the Super Bowl like 14 years ago? Yeah. With uh, uh, Kurt Warner, right? Did or, they? I, or was it Carson Palmer? Carson Palmer. Oh, Jesus. I, they lost to the Steelers. Oh, I was okay. in middle school. Okay. So like 15 years ago. Okay, yes, yeah, so that's probably why I don't remember. Um it's it's a it's a, it's a shame. Also, uh Arizona doesn't deserve um the Cardinals. They should belong to St. Louis. Yes. Uh, uh <laughs> There you go. That's the takes they're going to get us get people angry at us. Um well, come over here on our side of the Mississippi where yeah. we have adequate water supplies and say it. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to have air conditioning running all year. Yeah, just uh, to make it borderline livable. Yeah. Um, yeah, so goodbye, Zach Ertz. Um, everyone remembers the touchdown, but really the, his key play in the Super Bowl uh, was that that um, first down that he grabbed out of midair yes. and and just like dropped right down. Like that was – that kept – the game would have been over if, if, if that didn't happen. So, uh, you know, you know, right off into the sunset, my man. You know, good luck. Maybe you'll get another ring with the Cardinals. Oh, <laughs> what a depressing thought. Listen, <laughs> uh, it's not going to be with the Eagles are getting another be. ring. No, uh, yeah. this uh, this offense uh, probably needed all the help it could get. Yeah. But, uh, um, and and I don't the thing- know the wisdom of of basically uh, sacrificing your second year quarterback and, and not giving is, him the help he needs. And this is this is this is starting the tanking discourse. And this has started. Um, I have to I have to, to to see whose article I was reading. I think it was Zach Berman in the Athletic who was saying that the Urch trade makes sense from a perspective of with our offense, which is one back, one tight end. We've been playing that very almost exclusively, it doesn't make sense having Ertz and Goddard. Right. Um, I, I get that, but 
the, 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 it's not asking the root question, which is why are we, do we, is that kind of offense the best offense for the, for the team we have? Right. And I think that that's a good segue to uh, Sirianni and play calling and, you know, are the calls for his blood warranted? Fire this asshole. And so are we too hard on coaches in Philly? Like Yes, but also fire this asshole. Uh, do, do, do you remember that first press conference? Oh, it was a dude. It was. Yeah. Um, I don't have like the quote. It's like an acid trip, man. Uh, I don't have the quote, um, but I was I was really like he was making grammatical like sentences that didn't have make sense in you know in any grammatical way, um, like well I'll, I'll have to find the quotes, but uh, <laughs> we could probably use them for drops. The the he by all accounts lovely human being, very nice guy. Yeah, apparently a very nice guy. I believe yeah. it. Um, I think he's a golden retriever. He's in way the hell over his head. Yeah, he's a golden retriever in human form. He is. I don't think this this kid's ready. I think, and, and when he was signed, I, you know, there were not there there was there were people saying that this is someone that the Eagles upper management, the front office, Howie and and, and uh, Jeff could control. Um, right, and that was a huge issue with Peterson. Yeah, and there were people who admittedly shit on the Peterson hire. When it happened, and then he went out and won a Super Bowl. Uh, but I don't. I mean, I going from Peterson to this, and then like, especially with all the shit. Uh, those of you who don't know, um, we have Jalen Hurts because our former star quarterback uh, Carson Wentz, uh, the Klansman himself, decided that he no longer wanted to play for Philly, demanded a trade, tanked his own value. Uh, and then we traded him to the Colts, where he currently is missing both his ankles. Yeah, and um, the, the I, honestly, I mean, I was, give Doug another year. There was no reason to get rid of him. No, there uh, wasn't. I, I thought that as well. Yeah, um, and instead we get Sirianni, who I found the quote is, uh, the next thing is very important to me that we build a smart football team, that we have a smart football team here, and I know we have the people in place to do that. The first part of being smart is knowing what to do. Um, that's like military right. speak, man. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's uh, that's your safety briefing. The first part of being smart is knowing what to do. Now, just call me if you if you get drunk. You know, don't go out there and get. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's your safety briefing uh, before the weekend. <laughs> the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. That you know, which wisdom and uh, sounds. He sounds like uh, what's his fucking name? The the Sam Hinkie man, yeah, it's that um, weird like VC speak. Yeah, it, it, it's it's, and I think I think it's in Sirianni's mind. He he he's the kind of guy who, if his coach said something like that to him, he's like, that that that's wisdom, man. Coach knows a lot. Like like write that down. Impressed. Write that down. Yeah, write that down. Like that, awesome. Like, uh, and that probably he would probably would like would think about that, you know, and and it would remind him. It's like, all right, I want to be smart. I got to know what to do. And somehow he made it work because he's that kind of guy. Um, like I said, he's a golden retriever. He's not mean. He doesn't seem like a like he seems like a really decent guy. He and, seems and, thrilled to be here. Yeah, he seems very happy. His tail's wagging. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and and so the question that, that I was thinking is, how much is this a Sirianni problem? How much is it a Howie problem? Um, Howie is the much larger problem. Sirianni yeah. is a problem, but like 
Howie Roseman, so again, for those of you who don't know, is the general manager of the Philadelphia Eagles, which means he controls the roster and basically tells the head coach who he's going to have to work with. Uh, Howie Roseman uh, has hit gold, had hit gold, I'd say, from 2013 to about 2017, where he made some really good signings, including the year before the Super Bowl, where they picked up like LeGarrette Blunt, Chris Long. Uh, and since then, Howie, so, so a couple things. Howie Roseman can't fucking draft for shit. Right. Uh, he, if you go, I don't have it in front of me, but if you go and look at who he's drafted since like 2015, it's no one like notable, like, especially like day two, day three drafts. Like he's not good at finding value late in the draft. He's not good at finding value early in the draft either. No. Uh, like there's gotta be, I think in Philly, we don't put nearly enough blame on Howie. Yeah. I I think he deserves, I would say high eighties percent of the blame. And, you know, speaking of sports, you know, how we talk about sports radio, uh, when, when, when the off, Eagles offseason last year happened and, and the Doug Peterson thing and Carson Wentz, there were a lot of Howie defenders uh, saying it wasn't his problem and that he's, oh, well, look, he's good at tr- signing free agents. Okay. Uh, he's signed a couple that were good. Uh, oh, he's really good at cap space. Okay. Wow. Uh, wow. Phenom- you know, it, it, this is the NFL where you can just redo contracts and make something that was salary a signing bonus, and that's how you stay under the cap. Every team does that. It's not. It, this is not magic. This is you just need, you need an accountant. Yeah. Um. The, you know, I mean, hiring Sirianni. That's something that falls under under Howie as well. So. The issues here, I think, yeah, really do stem from, from ownership and and. From what I what I've heard, I don't know if if you've heard anything different, which is that Lurie has gotten much more involved in running the franchise. Yeah, I I, I have heard that, and I had heard that. I've heard sort of rumors about that, like whispers. Yeah, that uh that he had been like that. That basically, not as much as like a Jerry Jones or someone, but right, he wants to be hands on, and yeah. like you know, we saw that when uh when who was it? Um, Jason Kelsey was criticizing uh, ownership. Yeah, briefly in the Super Bowl parade. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's. I mean, he's kind of like the anti Jerry Jones in a sense because he's not problematic <laughs> in no, that way. That we know all. of. That yeah, we know yeah, of. That we know of. That we know. I mean, he's a billionaire. He's problematic because he exists. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we can't forget this is a leftist sports podcast. Um, collectivize the, the Eagles is what collectivize we're Eagles. Yeah. Uh, the team would do a great, I, you know, the team would probably be able to coach itself. Um, honestly. And, uh, the city should own the franchise. Yes. I mean, um, the city, like the Eagles do not pay enough to the city. No. And, and like, and temple has to pay the city. Yeah. Which is insane. No, the Eagles, we should own the stadium. We should own yeah. the team. It, it, give, yeah. give us the team. Give yeah, us the team is what we're saying. There, there's, there's no, there's no reason for for a billionaire to be involved um, in any of this, um, no. any ownership whatsoever. There, it, it's, it's, you know, well, especially because now you have, especially in smaller markets, owners that just they don't give a shit about their teams, right? Because it's a prestige thing, or like they're gonna make the money back from TV deals anyway. Yeah, they just don't fucking care. So like. Yeah. 
the Oakland A's. Collectivize the Oakland A's. Let the fans yes. run it. Fuck yes. it. Let the fans Absolutely. run it. Um, bring them back to Philadelphia, too. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, Oakland deserves a team. I, I don't want to do that to Oakland at this point. They, the, yeah, the people o- of Oakland, o- Oakland. Oakland can have them. And, and collectivize the Raiders um, and bring them back. Absolutely. Like, yeah. like Neil Al Davis over a ditch at this point. Yeah, and and you know after he died, you know that was the, that was your time, that was your sign. Yeah, bring him back. Like Las Vegas doesn't deserve any teams. No, it's, dude, not, it's not a city. It's, it's not. It's it's small. It's the smallest NFL market. I think by like a population yeah. of fifty thousand, it's not a real it, place. It, it's not a cohesive. It's not a cohesive. You know, area with with a real history, um, other than mafia shit and. Um, we rebuilt Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, like, Sodom and Gomorrah on land that we stole from Native Americans. Yes, and and uh, actually, you know what? Give give uh, whatever teams want to stay in Los Angeles, we we give them to the local tribes. There you go. There you yep. go. That's you that's go. indigenous you land. Go. You know, land. I'm I'm down for that, as well as returning uh, teams to to the indigenous folks. Seminole Tribe, congratulations! You you now, in addition to Florida State, you now have the Dolphins and the Buccaneers. Yes. Uh, ironically, yes. Yes, give yeah. the Eagles to the yeah. Lenape. At 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> like, there you like, go. There you like, go. Like, uh, like, like, like land, I'm not fucking joking. Land and football teams back. <laughs> yes. I, I 100%. They would run it better. It would be more enjoyable. Uh, they deserve it. You can you feel know. good about where your money's going. Absolutely. Um, and you rename the city Lenape Hoking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> If you ever if you ever came across someone playing MLB the show and the name was the Lenape Lenape, Lenape Hoking Black Cats with a logo that looks like the uh, Wobbly logo, you might have just played me. <laughs> um, That's fucking funny. Yeah, I'll have to show you that. <laughs> yeah, the uh, so so yeah the and and I think this would take us to our last Eagles thing about play calling, which is a disaster. It's a yeah. fucking disaster, dude. Um, for for those no who, contextual awareness, right? Uh, for those who are not super familiar with NFL or football, American football, you know, this is like a chess game, and you you are trying to outmaneuver your opponent by calling plays that are going to run counter to the plays your opponent is calling, and uh, both sides change, make adjustments on the fly. But what it seems like, and what Sirianni has said, is they have a game plan and they're sticking to it. Um, Which is cute, but doesn't work. Right. And the game plan is throwing the ball uh, outside, like not down the middle of the field, um, doing what's called a screen play, where is where you're trying to trick the other team into thinking that you're running the ball um, and get some, get some movement downfield, draw some defenders away, and then throw it... Um, throw the pass to like a wide receiver or a back who's like at the same at the same uh part of the field you are and then make your way upfield um to and also rpo is called run pass option where basically mm-hmm. the quarterback makes a decision whether he's going to uh, hand it off pass it or run himself and none of these work if you're not running the football um which which um, I saw was it Ray Dininger said it was like a high school offense. Yeah. Um, which that's, you know, that man knows a lot. And, and when he's saying, saying that that's pretty, that's tough. pretty scathing. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it is he's a not wrong. He's not, it's no. totally fucking predictable where, you know, there was a, I forget who said it, 
was talking about the the Bucks defense felt like he was like it felt like they knew every play we were gonna run. Right. Like this is week five, dude. Yeah. And they probably did, because they watch the tape. They have guys who do that. Their their entire job is just to watch what the other team does. They assist the, the coordinators uh who assist the coaches. And they saw, okay, these are the and and they run like process trees where it's like if they do this, they're likely to make this decision. Like like that's where a lot of money, you know, in an organization in terms of like front office stuff is spent on these kinds of analytics. Hopefully at least. Hopefully. And uh I would imagine a team like the Bucks probably does because they won a Super Bowl. Um and that's what's so good about uh about a coach like Bill Belichick yeah. is that he's been around long enough that, you know, for Belichick, I, I, you know, we're going off a little bit here, but yeah, his scheming uh, against the Rams in Super Bowl 53, where, you know, people like the Belichick move is to basically take away one option, but the Patriots defense was all over the place and you can make a rookie quarterback look real stupid yeah. real quick. If you force any team, not just a rookie quarterback, but especially a rookie quarterback, I'm going to make you make a whole lot of choices that you don't want to make. Yeah. And you basically force them into like, okay, if X, then Y, then Z. Like, but it doesn't feel like beyond the defense, which again, actually looks okay. It doesn't look stellar, but it looks okay. Right. The offense just looks like exactly what we were saying at the top of the podcast. Like Hertz doesn't get his first read. So like Hertz is to blame a little bit, but he's a second year quarterback. Right with a not great offense in front of him. So, like, I'm willing to give him some slack. But, Absolutely. like, Sirianni deserves a ton of blame, I think. Yeah, I I, I, I think that's a I, – I think, yeah, it's a play calling thing. I mean, it's, he's he is a first-year head coach, and, and, the, and the, the part of me that goes, all right, we need to – you need to, to kind of – give him the time to play this out. But I think the, I think this just shows you don't hire a guy who hasn't at least been an offensive coordinator on a, uh, right. you know, NFL offense before. Cause he was, he was what the highest it was a wide receivers coach. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I could be incorrect there, but um, let's to Wikipedia. There we go. God, he is such a doofus. You yeah. know he was a wide receivers coach at IUP. Oh, really? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was the OC at, uh, at Indy. He was oh, he was? OC, okay. Yeah. As part of Frank Reich's staff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, so so uh, so, I was incorrect. Um, uh, uh, that, I just broke the cardinal sin of uh, Philadelphia sports, um, you know, uh, commentary, which is admit you were wrong. <laughs> no, you, you double down, motherfucker. Yeah, double down. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, he wasn't really the offensive coordinator. Yeah, that was Frank Reich's whole thing, you know. So he really was the real offensive coordinator. He kind of was just some sort of uh, apprentice. Yeah, that's, that's, there, there you go. <laughs> Coming up uh, next on WIP. Yeah, yeah. Coming up next on WIP. Yeah, uh, we're live from some shitty bar in Port Richmond. Hey, you want you guys want to go to a smoking bar in Delco? You've never heard of? How many slurs will you hear in the background? Many. You many. hear many slurs. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I mean, if you've been in OC for three years, that's yeah. I feel like that's still probably not enough time. And like, you know, Sirianni is is it's just like he's over his head. He's in over his head, yeah. dude. This whole team uh, is in over their heads. Uh, well, 
you know, and then I saw, I saw like, like, uh, like the first shot of the game, Howard uh, Eskin was behind him. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know that I, I feel like that's like you know just waiting for him like the Reaper. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's like that's a um, you know, you see some uh, picture of of JFK, and and uh, you know some sort of like known assassins behind them. You know, like when you didn't realize it, like that's like a like you know he's standing there, he's waiting for for yeah. uh, for blood, because uh, he does go. You know, anyone who doesn't know Howard Eskin, just look up, just Google Howard Eskin. Um, he looks like the Burger King mascot, um, and <laughs> and uh, he he's he's known for wearing fur coats. Um, oh my and, god, he, yeah. I've never put that together, but yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks yeah. just like the Burger King King, and yep. uh, he's uh, he's 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 a character. Uh, I like the you... controversy section. That's <laughs> this is ten paragraphs long. <laughs> yeah. Um. People don't know it's a bit. He's doing it for attention. Uh. <laughs> it's his job to be an iconoclast. Uh. But that like that's what sports radio does. You get guy goes on and he says uh, he makes a hot take and he won't back down from it. And it's entertainment for guys who drive white panel vans doing eighty five miles per hour uh, on I ninety five while they're calling in yelling at WIP. That's the entire point of takes like that. <laughs> the um, one guy who called in, I got to drop my daughter off at the hospital. But first, I just want to say about uh, Zach Ertz like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this well, is a weird was, city. We will try our best to get that through to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, oh, that reminds me of the bit that I, I was saying that, that someone called in last week, uh, said they passed out from yelling at the Panthers game. They said they were calling from the hospital and they're going to send the bill from Harry, to Harry Roseman. <laughs> that's fair. He could pay yeah. it. Yeah, he could pay it. Um, that's 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 the uh, that's the, the mindset here in the city. Um, good yeah. shit talkers. Um any other thoughts on the Eagles, or you want to move on to? Let's uh, move on to this. The Sixers, Jesus uh, Christ, the discourse. So uh, Monday, Monday, Ben came back. Apparently, he showed up at Our the prodigal son. He has returned, and uh, and you're actually using prodigal son correctly. No one does. That's why. Thank you. That's I guess that's why I'm doing a podcast. I did it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Ended here. Fuck it. I was right. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he just turned up uh, on on uh, Sunday night, Monday morning. Uh, showed up. Yo, I'm out. Apparently, he texted. Uh, uh, like, yo, I'm yeah. outside or yo, something. Yo, I'm outside. He had to get his COVID test. Um, and <laughs> so yeah, I I, I put. Like someone apparently I'm, ran up to Doc and was like, uh, "Ben's outside." Yeah. Um. Yeah, so is it I'm just here so I won't get fined? I, uh, my conspiracy theory, I, I have a theory ready to go. All right, let's do it. Let's, is let's that, put the true on. Uh, put the hat on. on, baby. Is that he realizes that they're, they basically are perfectly fine just not trading him. Like, yeah. they, they can take the poison pill, and yeah. as long as he actually reports, they can just sit him. Yeah. Like, it'll it'll look bad, but they could just sit him. You know, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna have to trade him eventually, but like, they're not gonna trade for anything less than they want. They'd I think this team would rather sit him than trade him. Yeah, uh, and that's exactly <clears throat> what I would do. And like I said, like, kind of yeah. come come on, man. Like, if he wants to be traded, showing up is probably the best way to do that because then Absolutely. other teams are like, oh, he's he actually wants to play. 
yeah, uh, um, this this whole brinksmanship thing with with Ben, you know, I mean, it, it, in one end, we can reflect and say that this shows how even in a league where the athletes are well remunerated and <clears throat> they have a very strong union, um, ownership still holds all the cards. Yep. At the end of the day, and um, he, if he wants, and and it's not just the the, the Sixers ownership; it's the collective, the ownership of the league, because they're looking at him holding out and that lowers his value in terms of being a, pl- a, a, a trade piece. If we're going to commoditize players, which, which we don't here on this podcast, no. but the general management of these teams do. And the fans, um, and uh, the fans love to do it. And the fans love to do it too. Um, if he want, if he shows up and plays, you know, that's probably the best thing for him in terms of trade value. That's my which, thought too, because you can prove what you can actually do. Yeah, and you don't look like like a self destructive dick, right? And and he has, and we said this the last podcast. So I don't want to get too you repeat myself, but he has a legitimate complaint. You know, his boss criticized him in public, um, and you can say, "Oh, well, you know, my boss does that." Well, then your boss sucks too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's that and, he, and he did get he's he's been sort of unfairly thrown under the bus. Yeah. Embiid said something where basically like I don't understand why we got rid of Jimmy Butler and blah 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 blah. Which and I like, agree. Yeah. Well, I agree too, but like the whole fucking team besides Jimmy Butler forgot how to play basketball in those last five minutes. Yep. <laughs> um it's hardly a Ben problem. And like Yeah. Tobias Harris is getting paid a shit ton of money and for a while not this past season, but like two seasons ago looked objectively horrible uh yeah no he's he's not he has not played um he's not played that well at what yeah. they're paying him certainly no and you know good on him for getting that paycheck um but you know my my whole thing too you know so ben shows up he if he plays to, to improve his value which i think would, would be the best thing for him if he wants to get out of of, of philly Considering the circumstances at hand, right? The, right. the ideal situation was you just trade them, um, and you and the, the Sixers get a good value because, you know, uh, contrary to popular belief, he does not suck. He is not a bad player. He's not a bad he, player. He's a good player. He has holes in his game that he's not working on, and that's the issue. And there's some sort of psychological things going on that we don't have the expertise to unpack. Um. I can't imagine what he like what he would what reaction would be like if he does play. Um, I do you even dress him at home? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I I do like the idea of. Oh, I just checked. Uh, I thought you'd like this fantasy hockey. Yeah, uh, I'm losing 134.75 to 82.25. Oof, I'm getting blown out, dude. Oof. Uh, anyway, yeah, I guess you dress him and you just sort of hope for the best. You kind of need him, you know, yeah. you need his defense. Yeah. Um, you do. Um, he's, a, I, he's I, a very, he's a top three defender in the league and I'll yeah. die on that hell. Like he truly is. Yeah. And, and I, you know, he might be, he might have offended Philadelphia. Right. And, and the Cardinal life- said. Right, and, and as a lifelong Philadelphian, you know I I understand it. You know, there's the whole John John Facenda said, you know, Philadelphia learns how to boo before they learn how to speak, which which is not wrong. Uh, but 
I'm worried that like someone's going to like, you know, try. <laughs> you will have like a uh, what is it, the piston situation where you get like a fight going on. Oh, Malice fans. at the Palace, yeah, yeah. I, the, the dude does not deserve any threat threats to his physical body. He does not deserve anything thrown at him. It's just a fucking game. At the end of the day, it's just, it literally that's all it is. It's just entertainment. Um, I, I, you know, I hope he plays. He's going to get booed. He's going to have to deal with that. Yeah, he, I mean, he will get booed. I, I don't want anyone to throw dumb, sh- like throw shit or stupid, like what a fucking dumb thing it would be to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I think what Ben, that's really his his road out of here. And I saw that Allen Iverson just like said. Uh, you know, was it follow? I it literally just saw it. It was like follow God's plan, little bro. Yeah, I saw that. Um, all right, yeah. So, and and uh, if you want to know how to be a point guard in Philadelphia, uh, Allen Iverson's probably a good place to start. Yeah, he's a good place to start. Um, you know, peace be upon him. Uh, he's one of my favorite uh, players of all time. And I, you know, regardless, you know, <laughs> to 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 quote like Charles Barkley, like. Uh, or paraphrase Charles Barkley, I don't watch preseason uh, basketball because it's boring. Um, yeah. So apparently, apparently though that you know the the Sixers have looked good without without Ben Isaiah Joe's looked really good. He's a his yeah, he was year. a really good pickup. Yeah, they drafted, uh, they drafted him. Tyrese Maxey's look good. Um, you know. The, the Sixers, Sixers can, are the Sixers can draft. The Sixers can draft. Yeah. The Sixers are are right now for for the for the near future are our best hope for a, a, a title in this city. Yeah. Um God, that's know, depressing. I know. Um because it's 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 not the other sports. Um so I mean I would be, I would be shocked if the if the Sixers don't make the playoffs this year. Um I, I can't imagine that not happening. Oh, they'll um, make the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, losing in the second round. Yeah. Well, we don't know. Right. Because like, yeah. uh, we should spend maybe 30 seconds talking about, uh, the now rapidly imploding New York nets. Brooklyn yeah. nets. Yeah. Uh, good. I'm, 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 I'm being, I'm happy to talk about this. Yeah. So <laughs> for those of you who don't know, one of the three biggest stars on, uh, the Brooklyn nets, uh, Kyrie Irving is mm-hmm. a lunatic. And mm-hmm. is probably is not vaccinated that we know of. Yeah. Uh, basically refused to get vaccinated. Uh, and he's not going to be allowed to practice or play with the team until he's vaccinated. Uh, so they're going to have to try and limp it with Kevin Durant. If you're going to have to limp a team, Kevin Durant's a good place to start. Right. And James Harden. Uh, so I think the Nets are going to just... I think they're going to implode this year. Yeah. Uh, I think the Sixers... Do what they always do and make it to the second round and then collapse to the almighty Boston Celtics. Yeah. Or Atlanta uh, Hawks. <laughs> or the Hawks. Jesus. I'd rather lose the Celtics. <laughs> and losing the Hawks is it's embarrassing. Yeah. Like you you can sort of be like good game, good game to the Celtics just because the, yeah. the history and the rivalry is there. And yeah. you sort of like we'll get them next time. But like losing the Hawks is so fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Stray um, Young's dumb fucking face. Yeah. Um and his and his uh, I mean, man, it's like, bro, like I started balding real young too, and uh, yeah, I just buzz my head, man. Just, just, just give just, up. Just give up. Uh, you got too much testosterone. That's what you gotta say. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. So, so it's it's good to see uh, the, the Nets imploding. Uh, um, I, I'm <laughs> Schadenfreude there uh, because Kyrie Irving's insane, uh, and he's always been insane. And 
I, I remember reading some anecdotal story when he was talking about the flat earth. Yeah. And some, some player was like, like pointing at the window. And it's like, yo, motherfucker, look, it's round. Like you can go see it with your own eyes. Look, right out there. <laughs> uh, like, you know, I don't know how true that is or if that's something I just, you know, saw on the internet, but, uh, I wish it was real. I choose to believe it's real. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, this, uh, that was, that was the Sixers. Uh, we can move to the other Wells Fargo team. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> the Flyers, the Flyers had, have never won a shootout. Um, and they didn't lose that last game, uh, which was a shootout, uh, five to four. Yep. So that was my first hockey game I've watched in pro- probably about 10 years. Uh, and, uh, I forgot that they changed the rules around icing. Yep. Uh, so that was different. Um, I don't remember the refs calling penalties like NFL refs, but I, that also could just be distance. Um, like it could have just been that ref. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but no, it was fun. I mean, it was fun to watch hockey. Uh, I remember why I like the sport. You know, it, it's it's a fun sport. Um, so I, I don't have a I don't have a great assessment of the team at, at this point. Um, They're going to be because, mediocre, just because. Yeah, I, I'm new. Um, Carter Hart is has to bounce back. He's not gonna. There's no help in front of him. Uh, Flyers are going to do some flyer shit and win 15 in a row before losing 20 in a row. Yeah, uh, Sarah, if you're listening to this, Carter Hart is going to bounce back. He's, he's um, not. He's not. I, he, I saw they scored two not. goals bouncing off of him. Yeah, he uh, he he was our golden boy, and now it's not looking too good. Um, but yeah, so I, I it's still maybe I'll maybe I'll have to download a franchise hockey manager and uh, <laughs> do GM mode and and uh, kind of get my bearings. Unlock on the brain of a yeah. of a Flyers fan. Yeah, yeah, to 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 get back into it because I used to be I used to be into that. I used to know all the all the strategies and stuff, but it's it's been uh, taken up by uh, other information uh but no it was it was it was fun to watch hockey again uh fun in quotes because they lost um but it's philadelphia what do you expect i mean it's it is what it is um i i didn't know that there was a team called the kraken that like i was like whoa yeah, well they're like, brand new man this is their oh, first season okay well there we go uh yeah so we're playing them uh tomorrow and uh we'll, bruins we'll, we'll on see. wednesday and uh the bruins Bru- or the, the <laughs> i'm gonna sound like such a dork the bruins good are they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's some uncertainty this year because our franchise goalies sort of no one really knows. Like he's got health issues, but he's he and the team and like this is not me complaining. Are keeping it real close to the chest. Yeah. So we're starting a new goalie, uh, Jeremy Swayman, who backed up Rask last year. He looks good. Um, I I hope Rask gets better with whatever he needs. Uh. We just signed uh, – we have probably the best first line in the NHL. Uh, so I'm really happy about that. I don't think this is a team that wins a cup this year, but this is a team that, you know, pending uh, a, a collapse, uh, can maybe sneak into the Eastern Conference Finals. I think that's about, probably about as far as this team goes. Okay. But, like, they're going to make the playoffs – Charlie McAvoy just got signed to a eight year deal and he absolutely deserves it. So I'm happy about that. Well, good news. Ben Simmons still appears on the Sixers roster page. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Any other thoughts on the flyers? Um, 
my, my it's going to be a long season. Yeah, my flyers, my flyers takes will will improve as the season goes on. Same. Um, and uh, as I start getting back into hockey, um, give I us just, some time. Yeah, I got I got to get that brain that part of my brain uh, recalibrated. Uh, I mean, I do. <laughs> so when I was uh, in fifth grade, I uh, I was real. I that's like like that was like the height of my hockey fandom. Right. And uh, I played a you know NHL you know on the like oh one or whatever like uh, no not oh one geez it was like ninety seven or whatever yeah on the on the uh, on my computer and uh, I I lied to my teacher I said hey yeah I didn't get my homework last night I was at hockey practice and uh, I I was I was uh, not known for my athleticism at that point in my life so <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly and my uh, teacher called my mom and she's like what no practicing maybe on the computer. And uh, my teacher called me out in class. Oh, <laughs> I got I got laughed at. Um, you and I had probably deserved it. I, I did deserve it. That, that there was a good consequence for a dumb lie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, that, that's that's <laughs> that's my hockey knowledge. Um, so uh, all right, baseball time. Uh, saving this one for last. Uh, Last, you know, in our pilot episode, we talked about wanting to maybe talk more this week about just the state of, of, of baseball and ownership and stuff. I think we're going to save that for an, for another episode, uh, just because we spent so much time on the Eagles. But, um, uh, you know, the off season. I mean, the NFL, the, the, the geez, MLB postseason's in full swing, and. Um, in terms of Philly, it just makes I get you know I have like FOMO now. Um, oh, from, buddy. from watching from watching the the Red Sox race series, um, two grand slams in two innings, baby. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and fuck the Astros. Um, sorry, Himbo uh, socialist. Fuck Swoc- the Astros. Yeah, socialism. Yeah, socialism. Uh, we love you, great dude. Uh, follow him, but fuck the Astros. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, watching watching the Red Sox uh, and watching Fenway, and I actually got to visit Fenway this summer. Not not at a game, but just to, to, to tour it. Because it's a great you know, park, man. It's it's history, and uh, seeing that 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 park just filled to the brim and the energy, and we haven't had that for ten years now, and it, it's and it's so fucking just disappointing in the Phillies that that this team is. Just basically a, a, a pride project for the ownership. Um, not even pride, like I don't know. Oh, I own a team. Um, uh, maybe it's his only income source. I, I don't know. Uh, he, he's got like four <laughs> billion dollars. So, but you know, Philadelphia deserves postseason baseball. Um, the uh, and and in terms of who to root for, well, I'll say this. Um, in the NLCS, uh, not the Braves, the, not the Braves, fuck the Braves. Uh, cause they're the Braves. Um, that's just, you know, they could be the nicest team in the world, which they're not, uh, fuck the Braves. Well, Freddie Freeman's a really nice guy. Uh, I mean, so I'm okay with him getting a ring, but like, I, I don't want to own the Braves. Uh, I don't support the Dodgers. Because of Trevor fucking Bauer, because they signed Trevor Bauer, even though he's not playing. Like, I f- but also they have Jose Arias, who also was a is a uh, you know a domestic abuser in the past as well. Um, and I don't have a problem with the Dodgers per se, like as it is like a, oh because they're a good team or whatever. I have a problem because of the Trevor Bauer. Uh, so fuck those teams. So I don't care who wins the NLCS. Uh, 
Uh, fuck the trash rows. Um, I, 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 Houston's not a city either. Um, nope. And and uh, it's just it's just parking lots. Um, so the only team that there is any moral support um, warranted is the Red Sox. Um, and, Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's a hard sell, you know, um, considering Boston sports fans. It's and- a fun ass Sox team, though. It is. Also, a, it's, it's a, a fun it, ass team. It's a team full of full of sluggers. Uh, no defense. No, no defense. defense. You don't need. You don't need defense when you win two grand slams in one game. First <laughs> time that's happened in postseason history. Um, and you know, Kike Hernandez. I, I I I love that dude. And and yeah. So the so the socks are fun. And um, you know what? Nick Pe- Nick Pavetta is got a chance to get a, a ring, um, which he never would have had on the Phillies. <laughs> so, uh, uh, just to show that, that, that this kid, uh, who whose development stalled in Philadelphia, um, suddenly is now a serviceable major league pitcher <gasps> on the Red Sox shows a lot. Shows a lot about the about or says a lot about the Phillies development staff, you know. And uh, I think the one last thing about Phillies I could say is is they've basically clear they're clearing house when it comes to development um, yeah. and and hitting coaches and all that stuff. So uh, good, um, Dave well, Dombrowski. Just fire them all. Yeah, honestly, I'm just like, it's so funny too. I'm just thinking about the Sox because like this pitching staff is like you could charitably say cobbled together. Yeah, like obviously Avaldi is is a, is a stud and he, yeah, you know whatever. But like and Chris Sale, but then you get like. Like you go down the rotation, you're like, oh yeah, Josh Taylor pitches for the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um man, yeah, it's it's uh like Adam Ottavino American- is still is still in the majors yeah. and pitching for the Sox. Like, it's just dudes. It's just a bunch of dudes who are like, All right, you guys throw the ball and we'll hit twenty eight home runs a game, and that's yeah. how we win this. Um American League baseball is its own thing. Like, is its it's is its thing because of the designated hitter. Um probably won't be that for long. Uh because I, I I think we're probably going to get the DH next year, um, Universal. Um, that's its own discourse. Um, make but yeah, you know, I love AL baseball. Make pitchers hit. Fuck it, make pitchers hit. Uh yeah. I mean, it is kind of fun when a pitcher can hit, but but then you don't get to see dudes like like uh, David Ortiz. Yeah, that have no or JD business. Martinez. Yeah, or JD yeah. Martinez. Yeah, uh, it's so fucking fun too. Because I was talking to Roz about this the other day, like. Baseball is the only sport where you can like, besides football, where those dudes are like four hundred pounds of muscle, yeah. where you can actually be like a little chunky. And I yeah. was like, if they gave us enough training, like we could both be serviceable third basemen. Um. Oh yeah. Well, once I found out that uh, what's his name was it Dan Vogelbach. Uh, he's a five foot ten, two hundred and sixty pound first baseman. What? It's like shit. Like I missed my calling. Oh yeah, I could, well, I could have done Brewers, that. He's, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's like a and he's like a righty, like. I'm taller than him by an inch. Like, like, uh, like I literally could have done that. Um, if I had paid enough ten- attention in, when I was a kid, I probably could have been that kind of uh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a guy, Rowdy something on Rowdy Telez. Rowdy Telez. Uh, I was watching the Brewers game, and I I fell in love with Rowdy Telez. Yeah, what a name. What a build! Yeah. Oh yeah, he's another one. He's just—he's just another. <laughs> he's uh, a chunky lad. Um, and there's another guy uh, who he was on. I think it was on the Orioles. I want to say 
Rowdy Tellez is Jewish? Oh. He's not the only Jew in the Brewers then, because what's his name? The Hebrew Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Googling Orioles fat guy. Because uh, <laughs> I know who he is. Uh, he's like a pinch hitter. Uh, no, that's not working. Um, the best fat baseball players of all time. Um, like, yeah, that guy's like Prince Fielder. Like Prince Fielder, yeah. Um, who's his name? The guy he was a pitcher. Uh, played all over Big the place. Sexy. Uh, Big sexy. Big sexy. Yeah. Cologne. Yeah. Uh, they, that that's baseball is good for that. Like yeah, baseball is fun, and for no other reason, you can see a dude who like would not be allowed in any other sport, like feel like playing second bit like playing outfield yeah 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 uh g-man Choi on the race he's another guy he's a, he's just a large fella and and uh i love it it's it's you should be a lot there should be something for 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 us large uh our large adult sons to play <laughs> yeah i'm too old for football yeah uh my knees are gone yeah uh hey you give give, give me a year of uh training and uh Maybe I could do it. Uh, get well. They they don't do 40, 40 rounds anymore in baseball. That's they should, shame. man. Yeah, they really should. I want to get drafted. Yeah, bring back the Appalachian League. Bring back uh, you know the Pioneer League. I mean, they still exist, but they're like not. They're, they're not gutted, yeah. yeah, they're they're like college wood bat leagues now. Um. <laughs> so that, that's 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 uh, that's baseball. Uh. Do you have any other thoughts on baseball? Or you want to uh, move on? Let's uh, let's move on. All right. Um. So yeah, the in in terms of uh, in terms of the the I don't know if there's any dumb takes that you heard. Um, you had one about uh, actually screens are running the ball, which. Oh yeah. No, so, they're not. Um. So uh, the former uh president of the Philadelphia Eagles, Joe Banner, who is a massive. <laughs> asshole just a giant dickhead um he's on twitter he's a chud too you know just just this is shit and uh he was saying and, and I, I believe he was being critical of the of the eagles but he was saying well you know when you when you when you count it you know you can't say they're not running the ball because screen plays are running uh that's part of the running game it's considered the extension of the running game and it's like it's not running the ball though. It's not the same thing. It doesn't have the same effect. That's stupid. Like, no, that's not what it, that's not running the football. And when people say, Hey, we got to run the football. That's not what they mean. They don't mean more screens. No, they mean less screens. Um, and I just feel like this team's never been good at screens. I mean, I guess what under Andy Rita was, but not, you know, not the last couple of years. Um, especially like the last two. Um, but yeah, Joe Banner, dumb takes, um, I gotta start listening to WIP more for some for some. Yeah, for some we gotta more. subject ourselves to psychic torture. Yeah, um, or or worse, or worse, listening to the fanatic. I Philadelphia will, has oh those God. who don't know. We have two sports radio channels. WIP is definitely the better. Um, I like a lot of the hosts on WIP. Um, they they have, there's actually some good podcasts that come out from them. Um, you know they do takes, but you know they know that they're. It's it's kind of like with well, they a know it's a, a bit, yeah yeah uh, Mike Missinelli on 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 the fanatic um, all I'll say is that a, um, a a black Philadelphia Flyers fan called in fan called in and was trying to tell him about how 
you know, no, there is there is a racial aspect to to hockey fandom, and that he has been made uncomfortable as a Flyers fan, as a Black Flyers fan, going into certain certain Flyers bars that he's never felt going to an Eagles bar. Um, and Miss Sinelli just was like, "Oh, that's that. Uh, come on, that's not true. Look, Philadelphians are like that, and that's yes, they are." Yes, they yes, are. they are. That's the that was that's that's like the dumbest take all time. So Missinelli is a is a is an idiot, um, and and I don't know if that's a bit or not. If that is, it's a bad bit. Um. So, uh, speaking of bits, <laughs> hello. All right. Um. So yeah, I, we didn't get any negative feedback about um shitting on Father Judge. So um, well, they, I, that's if they if those kids yeah. could write, they'd be very bad at us. Yeah, they, you know they <laughs> exactly. Uh, this this can't stop me because I won't read. Um. So yeah, you know if you if you see someone who went to Father Judge or um, when well, you're visiting so, them in prison, yeah, when you yeah, um. And and they'll be in protective custody because they'll be police officers. They will, uh, be, yes. Yeah. Um, when you see the the judge alum, you know from the neighborhood. Yeah. Ruthlessly beating up a ten year old black kid, right? Yeah. Right. That's that's Father Judge. Um. So, um, you know, just 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 keep your keep your distance. Um, they scare easily. Um, they get startled. They do. Um, you know, a- a- any anything to do with books. Just, 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 it's going to be dangerous. You can hold it up like a, like a crucifix to a vampire. Right. You'll probably be um, all right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it really pisses me off. Apparently father judge, uh, like a lot of the teachers from North Catholic, when it closed, we moved to father judge, which I, I you got to retire, dude. Like, Grinds you your gears. yeah, understand yeah that's, that's fucked up. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, um, you know, the only the good schools close, I guess, uh, Cardinal Doherty, um, cause that's the good gone. die and bastards live forever. Yeah, uh, I mean Roman's still around. Um, <laughs> Marvin Harrison, though. Yeah, fair. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, Got uh, listen to my other podcasts. Well, there's your problem, and uh, what's the other one I'm on? Lions led by donkeys. Yes, yeah. Listen to those podcasts. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow um, us on Twitter. I'll put our Twitter handles in the show description. Yeah. Um and you know watch watch sports and um, don't be a, a dumb fan. Yeah, don't be don't be a dumb fan. You're not the GM. Don't think you're the GM. No, um, you're better than that. Absolutely. Uh, go birds. Go birds.